Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. You don't have to scoop to anyone. Right. Even it, your mom, you know, when she's <laughs> gonna pop eight, then you're gonna pop her out, man. So we're going. We moved into the ballsy portion of it. <laughs> There's some things you just can't buy in Vermont. Like, like Mex- Mexican ago. food, you can't buy Mexican food. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Leaving a Legacy. This is Matthew Matrixter. I am, uh, as the cheese stands alone, I'm still at home while everybody else is on their way to the GP. They sent us back some postcards. So put on your seatbelt. It's probably going to be a bumpy ride. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that was oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you were doing it. You're supposed to do it. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? This is uh, Patrick, Legacy Newbie. Uh, with me, I uh, got some Legacy experts in the car. This is Jerry and me. What's up, everybody? I got uh, Ian in the front. <laughs> Ian's a little podcast shy. He's only on the podcast because he's in a car moving 60 miles an hour and can't leave. <laughs> and we got uh, Sean. Our, our tireless Sean. driver. Yeah, yeah. Who's driving all 12 hours by himself because yes. he's the only one who knows how to drive stick. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't have a good enough dad to teach you how to drive a stick. I've always, I've always wanted to learn how to drive stick, just never never got around to it. Yeah. I'll teach you how to work your stick. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just we'll scrub out steel, steal the car, and learn how to drive stick. I mean, you never know when there's going to be a zombie apocalypse. I know, right? It feels like really relevant. What if all that's left are standard cars? (laughs) Or like, or like when you come across like fire, like maybe we can use this again. Yeah, take whatever you can. I can only drive automatic. Yeah. I guess you're going to die now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also it's like uh, standard cars are like ninety percent less likely to be stolen than manual cars because apparently thieves don't know how to drive stick either. Or you the other way around. Or the other way. You know, you know what I'm saying. Well, I, I don't, you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> no, clearly. <laughs> it's the same with every episode. Uh, so what are we, hour seven into the road trip? Like hour eight. Hour eight? Yeah. Hour eight. Well, because we, we had to like take in that extra 45 minutes because Google didn't know that the we were trying to go where it was closed. Oh, thanks, Google. Yeah, thanks a lot. And then we had those two stops. It was the last time we ever let them sponsor our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're getting sponsorship money? I mean, <laughs> I do. You haven't getting the money? No, I don't get that oh, check. I'll tell Adrian. You must be not splitting it up properly. No, I guess not. <laughs> guess not. <laughs> well, we got, we got some... Pat's got his uh, freeze-dried mango chips. Yeah, they're just dried mangoes. <laughs> it's not like... It's not space food, Jerry. <laughs> no, it's I showed actually, Jerry some fruit today. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> what is this thing called? Fruit. <laughs> uh, keeping, keeping our energy up. We've got another, what, five hours left of this trip? Yeah, wow, five hours. Nice. Getting pretty pumped. Yeah. Wow, exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to not be driving. <laughs> yeah, that too. When, uh, when we walk to the convention center, you can, I'll give you a piggyback. Okay. That'll be your reward. <laughs> Deal. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping when they said that our house was, uh, like right around the corner from the convention center, they meant like Boston right around the corner, which is actual right around the corner, not like Midwest right around the corner, which is like 30 miles away. <laughs> I go, I, uh, I go, it's not too bad. It's, yeah. it's walking distance for sure, yeah. Nice. For sure. 
awesome. Yep. Well, we'll be doing lots of on-site recordings for this episode, so... Yeah, hopefully meet some cool people we'll be able to talk to them. Yeah, get some interviews. For a very special episode. An on-the-road episode of Living Legacy. Yeah, on the road. <laughs> From the fields. So, there's going to be some terrible editing cuts in this episode, I can predict. Probably, yeah. Well, we're giving Adrian a lot to do. On yeah. End. Props to Adrian. Adrian couldn't come, so he is... Uh, he's got to have something to do. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got to edit the cast. Yep. We're going to make his job probably really hard for him, so give, give him some love. <laughs> Round two pairings have been posted. Have you heard about the uh, the Dementor deck? The, have, you, have you listened to the Brainstorm show? No. They, do, they have like a... Um, that like fucking list. That's the, that's the one that you yeah, showed me. That fucking list terrifies me, bro. It's not the Dementor list. Wait, is the, that the, the, the Agro Miracles yeah. list you're talking the about? Nine, yeah. The 19 I was, trying to, I was trying to find the list for the cast uh, on that uh, last week, and yeah. I could not find it on the internet uh, anywhere. Yeah, it's, it, they only. I don't think they have it out on the internet. I think they just talked about it on the show. No, 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 they have it. Do they? Yeah, someone right. showed me a list of it. But yeah, it was it's no Jace. Right? It was like no Jace yeah, Miracles. Yeah, no Jace because Jace is not good enough. That's, what, that's really what it is. They're like, yeah, we're on the. Well, they're only running like eighteen lands yeah. or something like that, right? They're on. They're. I mean, they're still running like they're still running counterbalance. They're still running top, but they're running like four monastery mentor. They're just gonna like beat your face with so, it. So Pat, when that mentor list came out, yep, I was like, okay, this is not a good list. But if anybody playing miracles realizes that this would be a better miracles list, we're all fucked. Yeah, and I feel like that's happening right now. Yeah, because. That, I can I could not beat that list. If I play ten matches, I might lose ten. Really? I would get fucked. Like I know. So I know. Like Lissette, uh, I was actually kind of talking about this on Reddit the other day with some people. I know Lissette has said a few times like he struggles with, with legend miracles, but he plays a lot because that's kind of like his baby. But I I think that the 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 mentor list might be better than the legend miracles. But I, I really don't. I don't play miracles enough, so I don't pretend no. to be an expert on the on the deck, but. I, I think that that list that they're running right now, my top eight is cheating. That'd be awesome if they did. They're, they're actually, two of the three guys are going. Is this the list? Yeah, yeah, let me see. So, four brainstorm, four ponder, preordain, two predict, four top. Four I love the predict. The predicted list is hilarious. Four swords, four terminus, a counterspell, four counterbalance, four force. I also like that they actually did uh, match up sideboarding. Yeah. yeah. Two they and, they had a good a good the, the latest podcast they put out on it was really good. And Phil's just a fucking good player. Yeah. The other two aren't really good. That's that's just like our cast. <laughs> you gotta have someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Um, four mentor. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Four mentor. Three snapcaster. Yeah. And then nineteen lands. Four island. Four planes. Two tundra. Two vaults. And then and they got nine the fetches. Enemies, right, dude. I think that that is the perfect fucking list. Like, I would never play Miracles. I like that they have a mountain in the sideboard. Yeah. I don't know. I just like Jace too much. Like, he, he's not... I don't think he's, he's that not, good. He's the worst card Do you want to look at this a little closer? Or? I, mean, yeah. not good. I mean, I'm only running one one Jace in my Miracles deck. Yeah, smart. Nah, That's man. That's partially because I'm running too many games. Jace? Jace better than all. I just love Jace. Uh, no, Jace is not in Gary. <laughs> I don't know. I got two Jace and only one Nahiri in Sneak and Show right oh, now. Oh, God. It's so ugly. <laughs> I have one, one, Jace, one Jace, two Nahiri. And, and a lot of turtles. Oh, boy. Two 
Tuna Harry, really? Yeah. Hmm. I just gotta get my Emerald. I guess. I don't know. Or man. like, there was one. I don't remember what I was playing against. Oh no, I was playing against like a zoo. They had choke out, and so I like, I took an extra turn to take it up because they didn't have any creatures at the time because I took a kid permanent. And I took an extra turn and I just like answered their choke untapped, and then just kept going. <laughs> I don't know. There's no better feeling for me than turn one going Ancient Tomb, Lotus Petal, Lotus Petal, Jace. And just seeing the look on my opponent's face. <laughs> yeah, unless they, like, force it. And he just, like, nah, man, himself real hard. Nah, they never force it. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do force it, I untap, go islands, show and tell. <laughs> uh, yeah. That Dementor deck is pretty, is pretty cool, though. Why do they call it the Mentor? Uh, I think it's just because it's got Monastery Mentor. Oh, Death Ray and Mentor. What's that? Wait, it's running Death, Death Ray? Death Ray and Mentor. Wait, is it... I didn't see Death Ray's no, the, list. No, the Mentor list was the Death Ray and Mentor. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wait, what oh, list okay, is that? I didn't see that list. It was Miracles running Death Ray Shaman? Yeah, it was... And it was... No, it wasn't even Miracles. It was Countertop. Oh, okay. It had no terminus. What was it like? Oh. And now... It basically, this list is was that like, list, but as, as, Death Ray has been changed to Terminus. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And that's why I'm fucking terrified of you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of those lists where you look at it and you're like, this looks, looks terrible. And then you look at it closer and you're like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> this Watch list is scary as fuck. That almost jackknifed. That was fucking close. Are we about to die? Is that... That truck's tire just hit the fucking side thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, hit the yeah. side barrier? <laughs> They like cut around really quickly to try and get past the sky. Oh. Yeah, apparently he doesn't know how to drive the truck. Welcome to the last episode of Leaving a Legacy. <laughs> 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 oh boy. Are you recording this? Yeah, I'm recording this. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Can I just say it? How, how long have you been recording? Are recording? I've been recording for the last uh, five minutes, 33 seconds. Okay. Round three pairings have been posted. So, what's the one deck everyone is afraid to run into this weekend? I think... Like, what's the one deck you do not do not want to see at all? Like, I don't want to see Storm, personally, just because that deck, I don't know enough... Like, I don't. I haven't played enough against it to... To be, like... To understand what to do against it. Not because it's, like, a bad matchup or anything. No, it's like, like, I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Too many spells. Like that's cards, like, like, yeah, that's like the dredge effect. I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You just, you stay over there. <laughs> you let me know when you're done doing what you're doing. Yeah. Let me know who wins. Yeah, like <laughs> against, like my couple therapies against dredge. Like, okay, so I just put three dead cards in my main board. Awesome. I mean, oh like, well, I know he just returned Golgari Grave Troll to his hand, so I can definitely get that. <laughs> uh, come on, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I if I end up on lands, I definitely don't want to see burn. Yeah, I feel like burn is the worst matchup. So you're still haunting the burn matchup this weekend. I really hope. Well, like my my outs to that are basically just glacial chasm. Yeah, my matchup against burn is like more like being or like getting a good hand, like a great early hand, and just killing him. Yeah, yeah, I kind of lump blue red delver and burn together because both of those matchups are just not my favorite. Though, my, I mean, obviously my all-time 
deck that is my nemesis is Death and Taxes. Like, if I don't see Death and Taxes this weekend, I will be so fucking happy. It hasn't been very popular lately. It hasn't. It hasn't. So, I'm hoping that popularity keeps waning, because I do not want to play against it. I think the biggest decks we'll see this weekend are going to be Miracles, Eldrazi, Aggro, and Storm in that order. And probably Grixis after that. Really? You think Storm? I think Sneakin I think Sneakin Show is actually going to be pretty popular. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's right. been it, Show has been popping up on all. It just won yeah. the Star City Games on Sunday. Uh, it's it's up to like five six percent of the meta on Magic Online. Uh, MTG Top Eights it's up to five percent. So it's that, I guess actually yeah, Sneakin Show is probably a pretty bad matchup for Lands. Yeah, well, just like of the top decks in the format, like Eldrazi, Miracles, Grixis, Delver, Sneakin Show has like. Very good matchups against two of the decks, and uh, like I would even say a slightly favorable matchup against Grixis. Yeah, there's people that are just gonna play Storm because they're Storm players. Yeah, right. But like that's the only reason that I, I think I'll see anybody playing Storm this weekend. Yeah, because it's certainly not. I don't think it's well positioned. With no, the Eldrazi popping up. That's true. It's not a good matchup. That is really actually that's a really good point it's, because it's they are worse. really like the thorns. It's like, way worse than it was six months ago. Yeah, and Chalice. Yeah, when you play Storm, like you you are a Storm player. Yeah. Who I think it was Paul Chiang with Channel Fireball was streaming. He's he's doing 100 matches of Storm <laughs> uh, in preparation of the GP. Really? <laughs> and like yeah, that's that's kind of pretty much what you have to do in order to play Storm at a big event. Yeah. If you do play a Storm player, they're going to be a good Storm player. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> not like the one I played at, at uh, SCD where he got up, like, Storm off the looks that looks at his mana, at his mana dice, and he's holding the empty, empty the horns in his hand. He's like, I only have black mana left on that. Oh, yeah. He's like, Burning Wish. I think he used both red for Burning Wish. And, like, gets the empty the horn is like, Damn it. <laughs> I, I once said Paulo Vitor PVDDR. I can never Paulo. say it. Just Paulo. 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 Everyone knows Paulo. <laughs> but uh, he was telling a story about how he was playing an event and his opponent goes like land, ritual, 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 lotus petal, lotus petals, sack the lotus petals, pass the turn. <laughs> and Paulo was just like, okay. <laughs> And he, like, proceeded to kill him, and he was, like, telling the story to LSB, and LSB was like, uh, so did you, like, ask him, like, why? He's like, no, I just just picked up my cards and left. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so th- th- sometimes you get lucky and you get that type of Storm player, but every time I sit down against Storm, it's like he's playing, like, fully foiled out, uh, you know, the, what's the, the whatever the portal uh, tutor card is. Uh... Which one? First Grim Tutor or yeah, the, uh, like, Imperial Seal? Uh, no, Seal's bad. Yeah, Grim Tutor. Yeah, if he's playing Seal, I'm calling a judge. <laughs> and also co- complimenting him on his Imperial Tutor. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on owning that, but it's banned in Legacy. Right. Because it's a vampiric tutor. It's a sorcery speed vampiric tutor. True. You know what has been the best part about putting my Grixis Delver videos on the League of Legacy page? What? Is that Aaron Gazaniga, like, just like... Just like... <laughs> Critiques every play that I make. He actually gives me like really good, solid. It's been great advice. That's a- my favorite part. Aaron keeps us honest. He's, he he's Aaron is our unofficial editor in chief. Yeah. <laughs> he does a really good job. No, I, I appreciate it. Like, I don't. I don't have thin skin by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I, I consider him like, like I'm like he's like my Bill Belichick. You know? <laughs> 
Uh, God bless him. He edits all my articles that I write, and that is not an easy job. <laughs> yeah, because he has to read it through him first. He's like, oh, God, this guy. Oh, man. Yeah, I think you're right, Ian. I think that probably Storm is not going to be nearly as popular. Maybe just because... Well, like, Belcher is a lot smart. Yeah. Like, Belcher is... is Belcher's good. been getting, like, pretty popular lately. I've been seeing Belchers pop up all if, over if the place. If you consider that a Storm deck, that's going to be a Storm deck in the tournament. Yeah, I've seen that online quite a bit, too. i played against more Belcher than I have straight up, like, Ant or Tess, so... Yeah. I mean, it's just so easy to build. Like, you need one dual lands, and it's a Taiga, which yeah. is, like, cheaper than a lot of standard cards at this point. <laughs> You could run a stopping ground. You could run a stopping ground. Run a foil stopping ground. Yeah. Oh, I actually, if I need a second tiger, I could just run a foil stopping ground. <laughs> yeah, you could also just buy a tiger because they're like forty bucks. I mean, maybe not at the GP though. It might be up top of them. Yeah. You could get a black border tiger. <laughs> well, who are the artists who are going to be in this GP? Has anyone looked? At uh, the I have not looked to see who the artists uh, are going to be. Who is there? I think true name is there. That guy. Is that yeah. <laughs> You don't know his name, you just know his true name. <laughs> Matt Stewart. Matt Stewart. That was Zach Stone. That was Zach Stone? Yeah, you're right. I got confused with that. I feel artists are always the thing that I don't take advantage of when I go to GPs and I regret. Like, but it's just like, I there's so much to do, do with the GP that I just feel like I don't have time. Especially if it's like a super popular artist, like... Chris Rush back in the day or John Avon like I remember at one GP John Avon was there and it was like a two and a half hour wait to get that was to New Jersey. Jersey yeah for New Jersey yeah no I had like they're like five card signature that you can go to the back of the line and like the guy and he brought 80 lands for him to sign no, well I was like whatever I won't do that but I, I like had six cards and the guy in front of me I'm like, I just was like striking up conversation what are you getting signed he's like it's like these four uh, unhinged foil mountains and I was like do you mind like taking one of these I grabbed six. He's like, yeah, sure. That was cool. Yeah. Because, like, I was getting something signed for the guy that was loaning me, that, like, had loaned me a few cards. My my friend Dan Holland, he, he did it because he got his Artifact Land signed for his Affinity deck. And he... Lands? No, like the Seed yeah, of the Cyan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, Jacqueline Foglia, who's a altarist who does a lot of the New England... She does a lot of SCG stuff. Yeah, a lot of the SCG stuff. She altered uh, she altered the uh, lands for him. So he went him up to get him signed. And John Avon, like, stopped and, like, took the cards and was like, did you do these? <laughs> and Dan's like, no, no, I wish I did these. Like, he was like, oh, these are, like, really, really good altars. Oh, he was and he, like, impressed? Oh, yeah, and he, like, cool. stopped and talked to Dan. Like, oh, that was the thing. Is like there was like a huge line of people, and John Avon just like, nope, fuck it, we're talking for a bit. <laughs> That's pretty, actually uh, uh, the the last SG event I went to. I was looking at her st- at Jacqueline's stuff, and she had some uh, last caresses that had like the misfits crimson skull on them, like all oh, yeah. black. They were fucking, they were cool, man. Yeah, she, she does really good work. Cool. She does good work. Yeah, That's pretty neat. I heard um, uh, Feline Longmore is going to be at the GP. Oh, nice. This one, but she's not playing. She just does altars now. Yeah, that, I remember the last couple of SCGs I saw her at, she was uh, doing altars. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, I, I don't know the motivation behind getting out of that. Well, I heard a rumor that she's one of the big reasons why they allowed altars at the last GP New Jersey. So we got to GP New Jersey and the head judge announced that, like, no altars were going to be allowed. Really? Like, at all. And everyone was, like, freaking out because these are legacy decks, and if you get certain cards altered, you cannot easily replace That's those. That's why they had two seriously altered decks. In right. It. So that was the thing. So Feline Longmore, like, went up to the head judge and was like, listen, I play in constructed, like, tournament-level REL events yep. all the time, 
And I understand, like, there are some altar rules you can't, like, change the art, but it's just, like, border extensions? Right. That has never been a problem for yeah. border extensions. And the judge came back, like, a little while later and was like, all right, we're going to allow these these sorts of altars. That's pretty cool. At least that's, yeah, it's... Because <laughs> there's that standstill dude with the white border deck, remember? Oh, yeah, he white-bordered all the cards in the deck. <laughs> he whited out, like, some of the art even. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, <clears throat> I've seen. Uh, I've seen. I've seen it online. There's some uh, cloud post player who whited out uh, his deck. Not Dan Hall, but another one. Jeremiah Rudolph. I don't think it was Jeremiah because he white bordered the candelabras, and I'm just like, oh, one of a kind. One of a kind. Oh boy. Got a white border my tabernacle. <laughs> Whiteboarded Italian tabernacle. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I'm, I'll, I'll be interested to see some artists. I, I think I'm going to pick up some some prints this time. Because the last GP I went to um, was oh. GP Boston, yeah, actually know. Worcester. That's pretty yeah. Sick. And they had some great prints there. And I actually really wanted to pick up a couple, but I passed. Yeah, I hope there's some them some sweet prints because I need some more art for my apartment. Yeah, well, I moved my like my recording studio, like where I do all my videos. I moved that desk into my bedroom, yeah, my living room. So I'd like to have some like magic related stuff in like that area, just uh, tie it all together. You know what I mean? I have like six picture frames in my closet that I bought because they were like on sale for like two dollars. Like, yeah, picture frames. Yeah. What are you, my wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and your wife, we went bargain shopping the other day, and then we got these picture frames. Oh, God. No, but they've been sitting in my closet for the last six months, because I can never find anything I want to put in them. I'll send you some pictures of me with size of the frames. Yeah, there we go. Well, I already have pictures of you. Drop me like one of your French girls. I, I, I actually have a, I have a full-body cardboard kiss, uh, cutout, but I, I pasted it to the roof of my ceiling, so it's the last thing I see before yeah, I close my eyes well, at night. You're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! I love Buster Mass. What what state are we in? Oh, Massachusetts. Like, God damn it! We're like three miles. <laughs> <laughs> we're only three miles left. We're like halfway through Pennsylvania by now, right? Basically, yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there yet, Mom? <laughs> Jerry, we'll be at Cleveland in like two hours. In two hours? All right, cool. Give or take eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> By Cleveland, I mean Columbus, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, shit. Well, we are going through. We are going through Cleveland. Cleveland is like two hours from Columbus. Yeah, it is. We could we could like stop in Cleveland and, and get through the Rockwell Hall of Fame's yeah. there, man. If you guys like music, Rockwell Hall of Fame's <laughs> fucking amazing. Yeah, except we're getting to Cleveland at like. 9 p.m. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's when rock and roll lives, Jerry. It lives at night. <laughs> it lives so. at night. Yeah, that's the rock, museum. Rock and roll. Nothing more rock and roll to break into the rock and roll. Okay, so they can't arrest you just because, like, you just gotta ask a flavor judge if that makes sense. Like, what? Watch in your favor. Watch someone breaks into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend, and then we release this episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> like incriminating evidence. <laughs> yeah. Man, like, they I'll, found magic cards scattered around the Elvis Presley exhibit. Listen, listen. Like, you can just like you can get arrested. You just call a judge, call a flavor judge, and they'll waiting, they'll, waiting for trial. Request <laughs> a flavor your judge. One, your one phone call is for a flavor. Flavor judge, and you call a flavor judge, and they got to rule in your favor. You'll be let out. It's no yeah. problem. We'll make the GP in time. <laughs> That's how the justice system works. Obviously, 
the justice system should work like on a flavor judge. Like like <laughs> instead of going to an actual judge, you go to a flavor judge. I like that. <laughs> it's just LSB like in yeah, a Hawaiian the t-shirt. Honorable judge. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the GP. It's like you get a judge rule. It's like I'd like to appeal. It's like I'll get I'll get the head judge. Mm, no. I would like a flavor judge, please. <laughs> Not audible to the flavor judge. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> they had a uh, uh, Ben Stark on, on LR. Did you guys listen to that? Uh, and like, Luis was like asking him all these flavor judge questions. <laughs> like, if you pick the brain and they reveal brain in the jar, don't you just have to? Don't you have to pick the brain in the jar? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Literally, you have to follow his instructions. <laughs> they have to do as much as they can. Ben's <laughs> just like, you can keep going, I'm just not going to answer. Oh, yeah, he's like, you have a bunch of dead air. <laughs> that was so funny. I was, oh, God. I feel like your podcast was dead air. <laughs> there we go, Jerry. Really We're good. out of Massachusetts. Oh, we officially one. left Massachusetts. Alright. So now we're in Connecticut? No, no, now we're in New York. Oh, we're in New York. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now we're in New York. We changed routes. We're going to the Great Lakes. We're actually not going to the GP. We're going to Tijuana. Get ready. This is the worst route to get to Tijuana, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that plan. Like, like, can we go a faster route? We're taking the Canadian border. <laughs> taking the Canadian border to Tijuana. <laughs> we're going all the way to Wizards. Yeah. And then we're going to head south to Tijuana. Does anyone else here know how to drive a stick? No. No. Okay. Yeah, prop, props to Sean driving 12 hours straight with a stick shift because he's the only one who knows how to drive a European car. I mean, I suppose, like, we could, like, if you want to, like, get on the highway and get into gear, I could just, like, slip into that seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds safe. I told you, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I feel pretty confident I can drive stick. I feel pretty confident I can just fuck up your gearbox real bad. <laughs> just destroy your transmission. Maybe, uh... Maybe an SCD Worcester. If uh, I find out that I have to sell the car back, we can do some tests. <laughs> yeah, just scrub out and Sean teaches us how to drive stick. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We're like, well, I have to give this car back in two weeks, so we might as well demolish it. We're going to draft in the car while Jerry's trying to learn stick, and we're all just like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're in one of the infamous VWs that cheated on the emission tests. Hey, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Belichick. Hey, hey, you watch it. He never said that. That's for me. I thought that, that was a, I thought that was a direct quote. No. You watch it, Jerry. You watch it. Uh, sports I feel like we're out of Massachusetts. That would get sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like born and raised in Boston, and I don't give a shit about any any sports teams. No, this teams. is the one downside of this route. Is like we're spending a lot of time in New York and there. Yeah. Pretty shitty about. <laughs> you just feel shitty about being in New York. Somebody said you got to clear it up. I did. I'm just kidding. What? You just feel shitty being in the state of New York? No, they're speeding. They're, like, really aggressive about speeding. Oh, yeah, the cops. Nothing's bad as New Hampshire. New Hampshire cops are, like, the most aggressive with speeding tickets. Not much going on in New Hampshire. Yeah, exactly. Well, they they, still, <laughs> they, don't, they don't tax their residents, so they have to get, like, records somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We're going to be in New York for 350 miles. Yeah. Holy shit. I grew up in Rhode Island. Like, there's, they can't do 350 miles anywhere in that state. Nope. Top 8 
pairings have been posted. Hey guys, what's going on? The Lima Legacy crew on our way home from GP Columbus. Uh, I'd say like a fairly fun trip, if not successful. Fairly fun? Fairly. Wow! <laughs> I mean, I would say like fairly, like, I mean, I really wanted day two and I missed out. Started like 3-1 and then just like hit like four losses in a row. That was a little rough. Um, but uh, I ended up playing Blue Red Delver, which I was ha- I'm really happy I played Blue Red because I was able to sustain uh, mentally throughout the day while we were playing Grixis for, for two, you know, nine rounds. But yeah, Jerry, how'd you do? Uh, I did okay. I mean, as soon as I picked up my second loss, I dropped because top eight or bust. <laughs> There's just there's just so much to do at the GP and there's so many people to hang out with that I just I don't want to grind out matches for hours and hours just to you know lose the win and in and yeah like day two doesn't really matter to me I don't really like day two is never really a big accomplishment for me it's like it's top eight or or nothing yeah I mean you were grinding you know instead of grinding points you were grinding value with the vendors. I was. I spent way too much money this weekend. <laughs> but my deck is extra pimp now, so I guess it works out. Uh, we also got Ian and Sean with us. We didn't leave any of them back in Columbus. <laughs> well, you couldn't leave me back in Columbus. <laughs> yes. Sean, Sean is the only one who knows how to drive sticks, so we physically could not leave him. <laughs> we could, but we go on like 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Stall, stalling out every yeah. 10 feet on the highway. <laughs> I mean, once you're on the highway, it's fine because you just put your. At that point, you just put your foot on the pedal. That's what I'm saying. I think if like you just let the cruise control go. You know, oh, you don't have cruise control, but I don't have cruise control. You now. just hop out of the sea. I can slide in there. Yeah. You guys were the lowest. Your face because you try to see a brick. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, I don't like that idea. I don't like that idea. Switch <laughs> doing Chinese fire drill going 60 miles an hour. <laughs> so please 70. We're we're in Ohio. No. Good. That is actually the speed limit. Ian, Ian, you were you were pretty close to day two, right? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, at, at X3, it would have been sort of just like a, you know, one single loss would knock you out, because my breakers would have been so awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was a really great tournament. Yeah. It was really I was just kind of tilted because I built my deck to beat Eldrazi, and then my two losses were against Eldrazi. And both my Eldrazi opponents were like, man, I was really nervous. This is a terrible matchup for me. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's a terrible matchup. But <laughs> that's why I'm playing this deck. <laughs> I'm surprised it's, it's a terrible matchup for Eldrazi. With all their tax effects and play, being able to play Chalice like, to stop you from digging for your combo. I mean, their tax effects aren't as bad against me as, say, like a Rug Delver or something sure. like that. Because I have Soul Lands. So, like, I can pay for the taxing effects. Sure. Yeah. But, like, what I can't do is, like, one Eldrazi, my, one Eldrazi opponent was, like, I have Ugin, Eldrazi Mimic, Eldrazi Mimic, Eldrazi Mimic. Passes the turn to me, I go, Islands Ponder. Pass it back to him, and he goes, like, City of Traders, Simeon Spirit Guide, Reality Smashers, Swing for 20. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a, that's like, a bonkers hand. Like, I just can't do that. <laughs> What, what about you, Sean? How was your day one? Uh, my day one was interesting. I uh, I started at the double draw bracket, played round one against Miracles. I, I switched at the last minute to Rug Lands, it's a slower deck. Um, drew against a new player that 
just was appeared to be playing to stop me from winning rather than actually from winning to win himself. Uh, and then played a bunch in the double draw bracket. Never played against Miracles until I got out of the draw bracket by drawing a third time in round six to go full circle into X2. <laughs> um, and then I got knocked out in round eight Good. by uh, Lawrence Harmon. Oh, Lawrence, taking names. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you played Lawrence. Yeah, I played him in round I, was, I sat down, and I was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> and since he was on Miracles, and that's not... That's not a bad matchup, but, like, it's... A, I think it's slightly unfavorable for me. And he was on the Mentor version, so... Oh. That's the worst one for me, because it's faster. Yeah. Um, and I also made a critical mistake that gave him an opening that he was very good to see. Yeah. So... What about you, Ian? He just uh, uh, he went. He went before me. I'm tired, guys. Jeez, Jerry. <laughs> long weekends. <laughs> but the other the other b- better thing for this weekend is that because I didn't day two, I got to test for L two and I passed. Oh nice. yeah, congrats! So L two in the car. Yeah, L two in the car. So we all have a get out of jail free card, right? That's how no, that's not how it works. No longer <laughs> at risk for being disqualified. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ian. Uh, you can you can just you can. Uh, you can bribe and collude all you want if you go to my PPTQs. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that's something you have trouble with. Helene's uh, not too good with jokes with our cast. You might not want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe don't boy. say that. Don't cut, edit, edit that part out. <laughs> no, you just got to go, NSA, I would like you to know that this is a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. So, so, uh... Met a lot of awesome people on the weekend. It was actually kind of a whirlwind. We sort of got in late Thursday night. We were up like, you know, fairly early for Jerry on Friday. For me, what? Played some LCQ. Played an LCQ. Oh, oh. Early on my Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Played an LCQ. I, I, I scrubbed out the first round of that. So did I. Getting, yeah, getting, uh, Get Blood Moon by Painter Sherman. I was on Grixis for that event. That's kind of was a tipping tipping point for me to get into, into a blue red. And uh, Jerry and Ian taking all the way to the finals. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, thirty two man last chance qualifier and just versed each other in the finals. Yeah. Ian smoked me in game three. We actually recorded it, so we'll, we'll post. Oh, uh, you already did post the videos yeah, it's up. Awesome. It's up. Yeah, those are on Facebook. So, yep, Vendillion click. Won the day. That was a good match. Good match. But uh, yeah, I loved. Uh, I like playing that. I, I played <laughs> played some weird decks. The first round of that, I played like Bird Wizard Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> like my opponent goes like Cavern of Souls, names Wizard, and then plays Judge yeah Judges Familiar. I'm like what? When he follows it up with like a wizard, it's like one blue for a one one. Judges familiar is a wizard? Are you sure you can guess the name bird? Uh maybe. I, don't know. I think Judge Familiar is a wizard. Maybe I think it's just a bird wearing a weird helmet. It looks like a magical bird, man. It's a magical bird. <laughs> bird with a head. I am a mighty and powerful wizard bird. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you forgot the part where you Belgium to play Wizard Tribal. Yeah, he was from Belgium. He flew from Belgium to play with Bird Wizard Tribal. <laughs> and the deck was foiled out. <laughs> so I beat him. Kind of felt a little bad, but... <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. You're in LCQ. Like, all those people are trying to, like, uh, make it into day two of a tournament. Yeah, but... Don't feel bad. It was, it was cool. But, yeah, that was an interesting match that I played, like, Nick Fit. 
which I got to exile a Chains of Mephistopheles with Nahiri. Oh, which you said it right. I, I've been making an effort to say <laughs> it correctly. Did you say Mephistopheles? Me- Mephistopheles. Oh, um, I had to see. Because it's Greek. He's a Greek. He's a Greek. God. Yeah. I actually, I did an interview with uh, Legacy Weapon while at the GP, and I, I caught myself saying Mephistopheles on their cast, so <laughs> figured I'd try and get it right for at least one this weekend. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to exile Chains with uh, Nahiri, which felt awesome, so I could draw a bunch of heart cards with Grizzlebrand. Wow. Was a chain? Oh, is this a tapped artifact, right? Yeah, with Nahiri, because enchantments don't tap unless you tap them. Right, right. Like, or they're in future sight. Or they're in future sight. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's why it's like that modifier on Nahiri. It's only a tapped artifact or right. a tapped. Re- if it, honestly, I think it should be the same for the artifact on Nahiri, because there were a couple times like I would love to be able to exile a piping needle with Nahiri, but yeah, that yeah, yeah, like that would make it just. Even that much better in the deck. Or a chalice. Yeah. I kind of want to, like, after this, I kind of want to make a uh, red-white, uh, like, red-white sneak deck with, like, four, like four Nahiri, four sneak attacks. I think that would be pretty fun. And then you exile your own sneak attack. Yeah, and then I exile my own sneak attack. <laughs> but now, if she could exile, uh, if she could exile Python Needle, that would be amazing on her. Uh, but yeah, Nahiri carried the weight for me to, uh, this weekend. Yeah, it was a. Uh, I, I was watching your match, and at the same time, there was a. Uh, it was. I think it was during the semis. It was in the semifinals, and I'm watching these two players, and one guy's on Omni Show. I'm not sure what the other player was on. It doesn't really matter. So the guy plays uh, Omniscience, and then, or sorry, does uh, Show and Tell, and shows uh, Omniscience, and his opponent shows Notion Thief, and then the Omni Show player plays Edge of the Infinite. To, to deck his opponent, essentially. Yep. And the kid lost the upkeep, and there was a few judge calls and some salty drawing of cards and flipping through his, <laughs> what was his 50-card hand at that point, looking for an out on his own upkeep, which there he had none. Um, so that was pretty fun. Uh, I saw some, like, some pretty fun stuff happen over the weekend. Did you guys see any interesting plays? Uh, I got blown out by an interesting play. Okay. <laughs> I, I I was greedy, so in the blind one round, I decided to go Ancient Tomb, Lotus Petal, Show and Tell, putting Grizzlebrand in, and my opponent put in Tidespout Tyrant. <laughs> so he's like, Tidespout Tyrant? I'm like, ah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> and just bounced my Grizzlebrand, got a 5-5, and then proceeded to reanimate his own Grizzlebrand the next turn. Uh, yeah. I saw uh, in one of the matches next to me, it was Omni Omnitel versus Reanimator. Yeah. And a similar thing happened where the Omnitel player, you know, played Show and Tell and put down his omniscience, and his opponent put down Tidespout Tyrant. And so the guy, ca- the other guy, the active player, you know, cast his um, Enter the Infinite. Opponent, you know, had let it resolve. So. The guy drew his deck, put a card back, and then every time Omnitel guy tried to cast a spell, um, Reanimator would, res- would respond with something to bounce, like one of his lands, bounce his, om- his Omnitel, or yeah. his Omniscience, basically just to try and get it so that the guy couldn't cast anything. Right. Or like, couldn't have enough lands for something else. And uh, he ended up showing telling again, because you know, he has his entire deck in his hand, and cast Enter the Infinite again. 
to put a card back on top of his library so that he wouldn't get decked. <laughs> like, I already have all this in my hand. I just need a card on top of my library. Oh, man. <laughs> and then proceeded to win, like, the turn, the next turn, when he's like, I just have to not deck myself. Yeah. And then I, I can go have my extra turn with Everful. I was actually surprised at how much Reanimator was at the event. In nine rounds, I played Reanimator four times. And I was seeing Reanimator all over the room all day. I don't know what's going on, why everyone decided to be on that deck this weekend. Maybe I didn't play it at all. Really? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I was just in the Reanimator bracket. Unless, I unless you got Dredge, which it was like the uh, Iona Grizzlebrand Reanimator Dredge version. Yeah. It's not Reanimator. But it was the closest thing that I played. Yeah. That guy was pretty salty. The dredge in the double drop bracket round three is really not where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Iona, actually, that was another time to hear he was awesome for me. Uh, my my opponent, like, Ataxian probed me, saw that I had Wipe Away in hand, so they did Entomb Reanimate and grabbed Iona naming Blue, because any other creature that they would get, I could just Wipe Away back to their hand. And then I top-decked Nahiri. <laughs> he attacked me with Iona for seven. I played Nahiri. Exiled Iona, then took Nahiri up to eight and ulted her nice. for the win. So nice. Yeah. If the theme of this uh, segment is that I really like Nahiri. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I had a blast playing Blue Red Delver. Like, I actually had a feature match round two. I mean, there was no coverage, but still got to go up to the tables and play a feature match. Pat stood up and announced to everyone around him that this was this is a feature match. <laughs> <laughs> everyone pay attention. I dragged to me. my opponent up there. Oh, and. Uh, he was on some kind of like uh, some Nick Nick Fit style deck, mm-hmm. and um, he got really upset when I like dazed his first veteran explorer because I just didn't want him to play that play that game, and I think he was <coughs> off gas the rest of the time. But I probed him and saw Chameleon Colossus in his hand. Does anyone know what that card actually does? I didn't read the card, but it was that like, that was the win condition in Elves before Crater Hoof beam. Yeah, so I didn't know what it does, but I don't know if we actually care. Yeah, it was it was pretty like it was a two zero pretty quickly. Uh, nice. Price of progress got me a, a good amount of wins. Like you know, for me, ended up four and five. I was able to price progress for quite a few damage throughout, throughout the day, so I did enjoy that aspect of the deck. But I got a chance after that uh, to watch a couple rounds after that. I got to watch Ian play uh, Ochoa. In a, it was well, he was on Storm, right? Yeah, he was on Ian. Yeah, that was a tight. That was a very tight game three that I got to witness. Going into turns. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He, he turned out to be a, a really cool guy because uh, on like the penultimate turn, I clicked him in his draw step, and he had uh, tendrils of agony. And you know, on turn five, I was gonna have lethal. And but I saw that he could, uh, you know. Uh, storm off for enough he could you know cast uh, ritual tendrils and get to a high enough life total that I couldn't kill him on the fifth turn right he could he could tendrils he couldn't kill you but he could make it so you couldn't kill him yeah so I took nothing with the click and then he sort of sat there for a second and I just you know extended the hand and I was like thanks for not casting the tendrils you know and he's like shouldn't thank me for that <laughs> and I was just like yeah you know but a lot of people do that. He's, and, you know, he just went into like the whole spiel about how draws aren't good, etc. But you know, just to practice what you preach, like a lot of a lot of pros think they're old school or whatever. Uh, until you know, they're not <laughs> conveniently when you know. And but when it matters. turned out, yeah, I had a lot of respect for that because that was his second loss that he was taking. So you know, to travel and 
Yeah. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. It, it was, was uh, pretty cool. I got to talk to him real quickly afterwards. He was super nice. Like, it's always fun to see people who, like, make their living playing Magic. Who, like, those games are more important for them than they are for us, most likely. And that they're still cool after losing. It's, you know, especially tough like that. That was a really tight, that was a tight, tight game. Um, it was cool to, you know, to see him and converse with him. And, yeah. We got to meet a lot of, like, fans of the cast. There's a lot of awesome people over the weekends. Uh, Joe came up from, from Knoxville, Tennessee for the weekend, which is a good time. You uh, uh, stayed at the house with us, and we saw Ian, right, came down from, from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Uh, or Wisconsin. No, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ian, it was Chris, Dan, Dan, Marco, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence and Steve and all those guys. I uh, have the list of everyone we need to shout out, but it's on my phone and we're using the phone to record. <laughs> So we'll, uh, we'll do the shout-outs next week. We <laughs> saw so Mike from South Florida Magic. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, James from South Florida Magic. Yep. He's playing Eureka Tell. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, who else did we see? I'm trying to remember. There was so many people this weekend. Got to, like, got to say hi to Bob Wong real quick. He, he guested on the Color Show uh, a bit ago. Um, we did uh, dinner with Ruben Bresler and Aaron Campbell. Oh, yeah, that was fun. At the at the uh, Brazilian Steakhouse. Yeah, we did Brazilian Steakhouse. That oh man, <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest dinners I've, I've had in a yeah, long it time. Pretty, it was pretty hysterical. <laughs> it was pretty hysterical. Uh, yeah, it was a yeah, it was a good weekend. It was like I was gonna say hi to Corbin, which is cool. He was he was there doing uh doing written coverage. Yeah. Um, so I mean, overall, like that the PES event for you know I mean the first few rounds the online pairings weren't working, so I was kind of a pain in the ass. But they were working to try and get a different provider. Yeah, I mean, I think they actually changed... They changed hosts of the page. They had, like, yeah. Gator, something like Page Gator or something like that. Yeah. And then I saw later on they were on, like, Squarespace. So they obviously, like, changed their website over to accommodate the hosting for all these people refreshing pairings on the website. So that was pretty cool. So they were actually trying to make the event good. Um, it seemed like there were a lot of side events firing, and the main event ran really smoothly, and... The rounds didn't seem to take too long to turn over after time, so yeah, I I think it was a it was a pretty good event, which means I'm very impressed just because it was Pez. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought it was well. The, my gripe is that uh, side events were cash only, which was really annoying. Yeah. So like, you basically had to tack on like three fifty each side event because you had to go pay the ATM fee. Yeah. Or like just bring up a whole bunch of cash. Or carry like a thousand dollars. What was your question? Did anybody play a side event other than the LCQ? I, I played one of the on-demands on Friday after I stepped oh, out two right, LCQs. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I lost to Burn in the in the second round yeah. because Burn just folds to lands usually. I was as close as I felt like I could have without actually winning. Yeah, we did our own. We got like both nights. We got a crew of uh, eight and six together to just draft EMA back at the house, yep, so. which was a great set to draft. I, yeah, I really yeah. like draft set. Well, it's, I'm, it, it spoils me because now I'm just like, I don't want to draft shadows. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, that's it, man. Ugh. Well. A little short bonus episode this week for you guys. Yeah. We had the uh, the interview with James on Friday that came out. So I just figured we'd get something quick for you guys to listen to on Monday. Good and, luck uh, to uh, Topher and Adam. We're still playing right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, we'll get more in-depth into the coverage and stuff next, for the next week's episode once kind of the dust settles and we can figure <laughs> out what happened. Yeah, man. 
Alright. Awesome. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.